0: Hello and welcome to Dancing Rector. I mean, swapping joysticks. I'm your host, Biggest Bennis, aka Ben Ostwick. And who the fuck are you?
1: Uh, I'm Ed Knights. There's no Dancing Rector here.
0: Not right now. Absolutely not. Uh, Dancing Rector, by the way, is uh, the name given to us by the wonderful Miriam Margulies, who we didn't mention last week, I don't think. Didn't we? I don't know. I don't think we did. Did, um, well, maybe we did. I don't know. I've slept since then. Um, but yeah, how's, uh, how's your week been, Ed? By the way, this is Swapping Joysticks, uh, the greatest podcast ever, ever heard, ever listened to. Coming in your ears, nice and fresh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> how's your week been, Ed?
1: Uh, it's been short. is nice. Yeah. Oh. Um, Monday was a bank holiday. Oh god, it was, and yeah. and then we're off tomorrow, so it's been a three day week, two it's day very week, nice.
0: two day week for me. All right, yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, it's been it's been a fairly relaxed week, which is nice.
0: Yeah, it's. Um, oh, I do love a bank holiday, but when's the next one? <laughs> I'm already uh, counting. I don't think there is one for ages. Oh, is like there? May. <laughs> do we not have one in October? Nope. Oh, great! This
1: is it until Christmas now.
0: Oh, but like Christmas is. Uh, actually it's in uh, like three months just over
1: get Christmas shopping now what
0: are you going to get me for Christmas nothing Huh. <laughs> it's what I deserve yeah <laughs> shut up says money in the chat I, oh, I don't even know I've only just like I haven't even recovered from your birthday I don't know what we're going to do for Christmas nice satsuma nice satsuma financially
1: or emotionally
0: <laughs> well you know what needs recovering. <laughs> Only for his birthday. <laughs> um, yeah, so what, uh, what What have you been doing this week in your very, very short week?
1: Uh, a bit of work, and, and that's about it, really. Some streaming on Tuesday, um, and yeah, that's it. It's, it's been a very quiet week, which is very much needed.
0: Yeah. Everybody's been... Um, Wait. Oh, Heather says I got Coldplay tickets for Christmas. It was supposed to be a surprise, but my boyfriend can't hold water. <laughs> wow!
1: It's a good gift. That is a good gift.
0: It is. Yeah, you went and see. You went and saw Coldplay. You liked them.
1: I did. Yeah, I didn't expect to like it that much. Actually, um, like I like Coldplay, but I'm not like super fan. But I genuinely, really, really enjoyed watching them. They put on a very good show. They've got these really cool wristbands that light up um and every song every song is a banger
0: i think heather's got the crying ticket uh the crying emote because she wanted tickets to see oasis or blur or uh I nobody
1: should go and see them. why not because they're shit really no time for oasis or blur or just okay, any kind of you're gonna in
0: general. Be the day, back to you yeah what's wrong with them
1: you just that's don't like... Me, you just that's
0: don't, not music. You just don't like northern music. It's got nothing to do with being northern.
1: Blur are from the south.
0: Are they? I thought they were Manchester. No. Oh, I don't know.
1: Oh, for God's sakes. Oasis from Manchester. Blur, I think... Or actually London, maybe. Oh, dear. Okay. And it was the whole, like, Blur, Oasis, north, south thing.
0: Oh, I thought it was just, like, two in the same city or the same area fighting each oh. other. Who am I thinking of? Pulp. A Pulp, northern.
1: I think, yeah, Pulp are definitely... That's what, one. Pulp Sheffield or something.
0: Yeah, maybe it was Pulp. What's your favourite... Who's your favourite Northern singer or Northern band? See, you can't even think of one. That's how much, no you, hate. How much you hate you can't. much you hate them. Because
1: I don't... Them. No, it's because I don't care where bands are from. Like if you Arctic it, Monkeys? They're... Yeah, also shit, because they sound like a knock-off oasis.
0: Wow, you just you just hate Northerners. <laughs> they're f- apparently... The Verve are from Wigan. Do you like the Verve? Jesus.
1: And the drugs don't work. No.
0: This anti Northern uh, Bewitched. I mean, that is. I think that's a bit. That's West. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any other any other northern ones. I mean. Who's. What uh. I mean, you could go really north to Scotland. The proclaimers, do you like the proclaimers?
1: Oh, they can fuck off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Such a hater. <laughs> no,
1: because I fucking hate that five thousand mile song or whatever it is that gets played at every student club night and every shit wedding and everyone's like ah, bah, 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 and it's the most irritating thing in the world.
0: <sighs> okay, you ready for another one? The right, Smiths.
1: Okay <laughs> fucking Morrissey moaning about life.
0: What about... to Take that count as Northern.
1: Yes, great band. Okay,
0: <laughs> finally. M People as well, apparently. Yeah. Um, obviously, Oasis. New Order.
1: Great. Yeah. Blue Monday is a tune.
0: Joy Division. All right. The Stone Roses. No. Buzzcocks. Well, that was a TV show.
1: No, they're a band.
0: Um, James
1: that sid-a, sid-a, sid-a. oh no. oh they're
0: great <laughs> I am I'm very disappointed
1: I, I don't like songs that, that sound like men Northern. chanting at a football match that's what I don't like
0: do you like the beautiful south no are they southerners <laughs> they sound like it from the name they are yeah um I can't stand the Smith as Heather unless I want a good night's sleep I mean I don't particularly want uh I don't pa- no wait no Beautiful South are from Hull. Oh. I mean, even I'm... Well, not I, even, so beautiful then. Even I turn my nose up at Hull. <laughs> Hull's like the Wigan or the Preston of the uh, east of England, of the northeast of England. Oh, by the way, uh, Liz uh, just popped her head up. Not that, Liz. Um, says, Arctic Monkeys, knock off Oasis, excuse, Ed get fucked.
1: <laughs> Honestly, bite me. <laughs> they sound identical Wow uh, And Carrie-Anne, I do actually very much like Queen I know that, you know, We Were Rock, was chanted at various sports matches But Freddie Mercury <laughs> is a icon And also, well, also Freddie Mercury can hold a tune and, and Brian May can actually play the guitar So there is some talent
0: Just like Active Monkeys Alex Turner no. has an amazing voice and incredible songwriting skills and don't get me started on Richard Hawley. Anyway. Um, so thank you very much for the raid, by the way, uh, Tom. Welcome. We are we've just been talking about our favourite northern bands. Now, we're not talking that about don't your exist. <laughs> about, uh, we're not talking about your kind of northern. What are like some famous Northern Irish bands? You t- no. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Simple Minds, there we go, Simple Minds. Are they from Northern Ireland? ah <laughs> oh, shit.
1: <laughs> to be fair, what cropped into my mind was Boys Own and Westlife. Also not from Northern oh. Ireland.
0: <laughs> Northern I mean the accent doesn't really lend itself to a beautiful singing voice. Um Northern oh,
1: Tudor Cinema Club are quite good.
0: Oh yeah. Oh Tudor Cinema Club, very good. Um Van Morrison. Apparently.
1: Yeah. A brown eyed girl.
0: And I don't recognise any of the others. <laughs> Most of these Oh, oh, these are artists. <laughs> artists. Right, one second. <laughs> I was like, why is there why is there somebody from eighteen eighty five? Oh. The the calls are Irish, not northern Irish, you uncultured swine. Uh right but there. I don't recognise any of the others. Bap Kennedy. What kind of name's Bap? <laughs> She's probably called, uh, or he's probably called uh, Roll and Cob, in the south.
1: <laughs> Get it? I wasn't listening. I was too busy googling. What did you say?
0: I can't. I can't repeat it again. Uh, Bap means hair oh. in Northern Irish.
1: Um, apparently snow patroller from northern ireland which explains it oh i love snow patrol oh god no
0: that annoying
1: song that is just like x-factor depressing mode of two, two notes an entire song off. of two notes and they learn like great- to play a fucking instrument and learn some harmony <laughs>
0: Because clip that because I'm gonna do that as soon as like any music appears in a game. I'm still using that. What about, I love also the Snow Patrol and the Wainwrights. What are the Wainwright ladies? Martha. Is it Martha Wainwright? Oh, Snow Patrol.
1: Come on, Nadine Coyle. Obviously,
0: she doesn't count.
1: Beacon and stuff
0: what? With, <laughs> with flyer. Dissonance says, uh, "Hey, what's the topic of conversation?" uh copy conversation right now i mean it is a gaming podcast but we're talking about (laughs) our favorite northern irish singers um jinx says my people are from northern ireland i'm offended without having been there i like that what was the one with the is it yeah snow patrol and snow patrol and martha wainwright yeah set the fire to the third bar it's such a great song it never that one exactly Oh, I know a great one. What about Kaiser Chiefs?
1: Awful. Awful.
0: <laughs> the amount of clips we're getting from this. So the why, the, the I,
1: fuck, why the fuck their lead singer was a judge on The Voice? No.
0: Oh, no, what was the... No. No, the judge on The Voice was the guy from... Um, oh, that annoying... Uh, the band that even I don't like. Oh, God, what was the name of the guy Kaiser from... Kaiser Chiefs. No, he was some. it was from the. Oh, what was his name? He was from a different band, another a very very similar band.
1: Are you thinking of Kasabian because they both begin with a K?
0: No, no, no. There was another one. It was God. It was only when it was he was the judge when The Voice on the The Voice UK was good. Um. God, what was the name? Ricky from the Cars I chased. No, it was. I'm thinking of.
1: Oh, you're thinking of the Irish one. Danny
0: O'Donoghue. Yes, from there the script. You go. I don't like the, the script. script. Yeah, I'm not a fan uh, of.
1: They're they're all right. They've had a couple of all right songs.
0: Mm. Mm. No, I'm not a fan of this guy. I think Liz and I get on with our music. Yeah, they're just another nondescript uh, random band.
1: He is more attractive though, so I'll take that.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, Ricky Wilson, not so, not so much. Um, and there's people on that. I mean, who? Oh, Ollie Mervs, I like my, Ollie Mervs. He's from Essex. Apparently, D Ream are from Northern Ireland. And you know what they say, things can only get worse (laughs) on this podcast. It is. Well, let's move on from uh, Northern Irish pop music on this uh, LGBT gaming podcast to uh, what you've been up to in the gaming world this week. Ed, what have you been gaming with a Y this week? Gaming
1: with a Y. Um, Honestly, nothing new.
0: Oh, one sec, Ollie Mers. Um, I saw Ollie Mers. He looked at me through his legs. Excuse me. Have I ever told you that story?
1: Is this one story you haven't told
0: me? It might You've be. You've only definitely... got three. So I was at Barcelona Airport, and they were flying out to really, to um, film the judges' houses in X Factor. And Ollie Mers was at the baggage carousel in front of me, um, like waiting for his baggage to come round. And he spra- and he spread his legs out a little bit and then was stretching and like touching the floor and looked at me through his legs as I was standing behind him.
1: Was that an invitation? Or? I mean,
0: I would have accepted. He had a very, very nice ass.
1: He often wears uh, very tight trousers. They too.
0: were very tight. I'm surprised there was no rippage. Um, but yeah, he's yeah. he's a good-looking person in real life. Yeah. From behind. <laughs> Sorry, where were we? Uh, games. Yes, games you were playing at. <laughs>
1: wow <laughs> the tangents that we go through here
0: <laughs> honestly um,
1: <laughs> games we've been playing yeah i i haven't played anything new this week unfortunately so i don't have anything new to discuss um i'm on the edge of giving up on fun Fantasy. no but well. you're so close i know and i feel like maybe rather than talking about games i've been playing i should talk about gaming burnout oh because i feel like this is this keeps happening to me and i think it's partly because of the length of a lot of games tend to be very long and i'm i know oh. you're going to make some sort of innuendo about that i wouldn't dream um, of course um but th- basically what's Final Fantasy 12 is that i have got really really into it and really enjoyed it and then i decided to do all the side content um And the extra side content just completely ruins the pacing of the game. It gets in the way of the story. It's a load of extra stuff that just means backtracking through stuff you've already done. It's really laborious and I can't be bothered.
0: Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why did you do that?
1: Because I'm a horrible completionist. And when I see things on a board or things to tick off or missions or whatever it might be in games, I feel the need to do it. And... I, Why? I just need to tick everything off because it feels incomplete. It's this compulsion I have where I'm like, I can't, I can't just do a story. I have to do everything. Like I can't leave things unfinished. It really irritates me. So I make the effort to do everything, but I get to the point where I get completely burned out doing that and I lose interest. So I end up then not finishing the game. Even when so, you're very
0: close to the end.
1: Literally this happened with, um, Tails with tales of arise um where which i haven't played since february um and i'm literally on the final dungeon and just thought nah i can't be bothered because it's just that horrible thing of we're gonna up the difficulty we're gonna put some annoying grind in at the end that it's just a pain to play through and i'm like i can't be bothered even though i'm really close it's like Mm no and the same thing's happened with final fantasy 12 where i've done some really annoying dungeon Um, I think when I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, Erinus was saying how bad the final dungeon is. And I've just done one that maybe they were misremembering and um, they meant this one. Because there's one that's sort of Zodiac themed and it's a maze, but everything looks the same. So it's impossible to find your way around and it's just the worst thing ever. I've done that. There's now another one, which I think is the last one. that You have to sort of get these black orbs to like put into switches um i can't be bothered it's just suddenly become too much effort to complete this game i also had the same thing with elden ring which i did finish but i got really really burned out on that game whereas i was like, i just i can't be bothered and i just want this finished with now mm. i just feel like so many games are so long especially jrpgs um there's just too much content and it's sort of too much of a good thing i really enjoy it and then i just flip the other way and go nope i'm done with this now i can't be bothered um it's just too long i just much prefer games that are succinct and concise and tell a good story and if these games didn't have all the extra side content it would just be a nice story to play through and i'd be totally content with that but then they just shove a load of extra quests and extra extra crap in there that annoys the completionist in me and makes me end up hating that game.
0: <sighs> that does sound like this a problem.
1: happening. I, do, I don't know how to deal with this problem.
0: That does sound like a problem. I am i don't have that issue, but I what I do have is I will go and try to be like that and try and do all the side quests because I just want to completely immerse myself in everything. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to finish this game at some point in my life. So I kind of just streamline through the second half, <clears throat> which works really well on some games. For example, Final Fantasy XV. That was great. It had the open world bit that I was able to completely immerse myself, go around and, uh, you know, investigate different areas and just kind of like live my life inside that game. And then half the half of the... Yeah, the second half of the game started. And it's just like, wait, here we go. This is somebody dragging you right to the end. Um, So, I mean, the pacing on that game might have felt weird for most people, but for me, it was perfect. So, yeah, I understand getting burnout. If I was trying to complete everything 100%, I would, I would definitely have that issue as well. But my brain doesn't do that. My brain's like, I want to finish this game at some point in my life. Oh, I'll do all these at the end. And I'll usually like Google, can you go and do these side quests once you finish? And they're like, yeah, yeah, you can. I never actually do that, but I will, you know, double check.
1: See, as double Bean says, a lot of it's fluff, so don't do the fluff. And I completely appreciate that that side content is complete fluff and it's completely meaningless, but. I'm that person where I have to tick off all the side quests as I go before I continue like open world games where you get like the main quest and the side quests and especially if you can see them by level, I feel like I need to tick off all the side quests when I'm at that level. Oh, the witcher was like that for me. (laughs) And one game that's interesting with that that's occurred to me is Mass Effect, because Mm. actually there are certain story points that once you do that, it then locks you out and gets rid of all the side quests that you didn't do. So then I'm like, oh shit, I missed it. So I have to do all the side quests. Now, luckily, those side quests are good, but you have to do all the side quests before you then continue on to the next bit. And I just, I have to methodically go through that and tick it off. And I just, I that's just the way my brain works is that I have to take that off, but I end up getting to the point where I'm just, I'm bored with that. And, and I just burn out.
0: I've the Witcher for me was similar to that, but I got so annoyed when I was just going through it, doing all of the side quests, all of the contracts, and then you get to a bit and it goes, Oh, because you've done this thing, these two quests have failed. And I was like, what, what do you mean they failed? Like I've literally just not got around to doing those ones yet. And they don't tell you or warn you that these quests or whatever are going to be failed because I think they might, they might even have competing quests that you choose one to do and then you won't obviously be able to do the second one. That really annoys me. So that's the only thing that the only time it's ever annoyed me and it would make me want to kind of follow a guide to make sure I can do every quest in The Witcher when I undoubtedly play it again when they finally if they finally get around to doing a definitive edition or the, the PS5 release.
1: See, SREP makes a good point here, or an interesting point, about Ghost of Tsushima and Assassin's Creed, where it separates the map out so you can complete little sections as you Uh, go. Ah, yes, I like that. um, Which is great, but that's exactly how I played Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and basically didn't move on to a new section until I had ticked off every single glowing dot that I felt had to be done. And the problem is that some of those things are purposefully really high level, Mm. And so the idea is that you actually don't play it like that. You're meant to just follow the story and then go back and do stuff later. But that then just ends up with this weird cleanup stage at the end where you're just jumping around fast traveling just for the sakes of doing high level stuff that just to me then felt really laborious. And I was like, no. So I started doing it that way and then I gave up. And again, guess what? I didn't finish it because I just got burned out by the end by by too much content i mean even if you even
0: if you stuck to the main missions in valhalla you'd get burnt out and stop playing it i said this before but i pretty much did mainly the the main quests and i got 60 hours in and i wasn't even halfway so i was like you know what screw this Mm.
1: um the thing with final fantasy 12 hmm. is that it has there is a particular annoyance with its side content so for instance final fantasy games always have like the ultimate weapons um, for each of your characters. And usually they're tied to side content. And I always feel like I need to get that because I want to be as powerful as possible. And there are multiple ways in Final Fantasy 12 of getting those weapons. And some of them it's through doing certain quests or finding them or whatever. But a lot of them is that there's an additional way of getting these weapons, which is that they will randomly appear in chests. But that means there is a random chance of a chest appearing in a specific area and then a random chance of that weapon being in that chest, which meant that I literally, for an hour and a half, just went back and forth between two areas, watching the single chest respawn, hoping it would have a weapon in there. And I was up until about 2 a.m. in the morning, yeah. just wanting this one sword, and it never actually materialised. And then the in the end, I was like, I just need to go to bed. This is such a waste of my time. But for some reason, I felt compelled to do it. And then I wonder why I get burned out on games.
0: Yeah, I mean, that is... I was like, I think maybe we should maybe you should go to bed now. No? Okay. All right. And yeah, Devil Beam Final Fantasy X
1: was also the worst for that because yeah, some of those super weapons are awful. Um, like there is the one that is like dodging lightning strikes that's just ridiculous. Mm. Um, what I did do was the chocobo racing, which I hated and literally oh. had me nearly breaking my PlayStation controller when I did that. And that's why I actually I've ended up really not liking fun of fancy because i think, is it I think I like it's because really it? like, no it's because it's overrated but i think the main <laughs> story <laughs> the main story is actually quite it's actually really linear and people berated like 13 for being linear 10 was way more linear it's also quite simple and quite easy and quite short and that's fine but it felt to me a bit like baby's fun of fancy sorry i much prefer. <laughs> I much prefer other ones other other settings have have uh well, other games have settings and characters that i just prefer because i'm basic and i like seven so you can berate me for that and that's fine i do like 10 still but it fucked me off doing all the side content because um the side content just for me completely ruined the pacing of the game for me and irritated me and then it adds in all the super bosses and the dark summons and i'm like i can't be bothered like the game is really easy and then it just gives you super hard stuff that just means all you do is just grind for hours and this is a waste of my time and I can't be bothered. So I got really irritated by 10 for that reason and 12 has gone very much the same way for me.
0: I When it came to Ghost of Tsushima, I actually really loved how they did it because obviously like the collectibles were very much kind of a, you could do with them if you really, if you want to. Um, and like the camps are liberate, but they kind of, I feel like they prioritize their quests as well because they've got the main quest that you can follow but then there's the side quests that each have different um like chapters to them and you complete the chapters and then you can progress to the next area to come, you know to get get further with those side quests where i I went to do and I think I actually did complete and uh, uh beat all of the small settlements um and liberated all of the settlements um and then I started to get through the side quests. but the things like collecting all the banners and the other little minuscule things in there they just didn't seem that important and i don't think and they didn't feel like unless you wanted the platinum i feel like they kind of prioritize their side quests or this it doesn't even feel like a side quest it's more like a a proper you know side chapter a side story Uh, i can't remember what they called them so those ones when they kind of prioritize them and you're like you know these are the ones that will give you some great backstory and have their own separate tale that's great but when you're just doing kind of Hey, uh, I know you're level 46, but can you go and uh, collect seven dandelions and three uh, buckwheat seeds for me? It just gets a bit like I'm wasting my time here.
1: But what games then do is they attach that to a trophy. And then I'm like, but now I want a glowing shiny thing in my profile that no one even looks at. But just that I feel good that I wasted my time doing that. And I, I, yeah.
0: what i like hmm.
1: are short simple games which are often indie games that you can just play through in a week or so and just enjoy it and to that end i've also been playing some more cult of the lamb and i'm really enjoying it for that reason because it's quite simple it's not that long and it's just a fun game for what it is i'm probably going to finish it within the next few days never play it again but i had a nice time with it and i can move on and i'm quite happy with that
0: Someone in chat said that uh, cost of the Lamb is bad for all the side quests and to try and uh, 100% it.
1: I mean, there are a lot of, I haven't actually looked at the trophy list. There are other quests to do, but I feel like it seems relatively easy to tick stuff off. Mm -hmm. I mean, my, my only criticism with it is that you've obviously got the action side of things and the settlement side of things. And I feel like they're a little bit imbalanced in that there's a lot more to do in the settlement side of things, but I feel like I've completed a lot more of that before I've actually got through the action side of stuff. Um, so I feel like you sort of progress in each quite separately and they're not quite as balanced as I would have liked. Um, and also the the combat itself is not quite as balanced as I would like either. Some of the weapons are just annoying to use. Um, and also slight spoiler, the last level is spider themed. And I'm not happy about
0: it. <laughs> I, there were spiders in the game for the like the first part, and I was like, "Oh,
1: Ed's not going to like this." Well, I know, but then it, it just really leans into that in the last level, and I'm not enjoying that at all.
0: Mind you, speaking of um of this, but if you want to know, if you ever, if at last night or uh, last week there was a noise you heard and it wasn't quite audible, but the dogs ran to the door. Um, I was sitting in Ed's living room, and a spider slowly lowered its way down from the ceiling right in front of us, above your table, um, you were not happy. Definitely, no. definitely not a spider fan. I'm really not. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so that's, is that. oh, you've been playing a bit of Cuphead as well, haven't you?
1: Yes. Oh, that's true. I played some that on stream, um, which I am just kind of racing through. I played it before, but I never actually finished it. Um, so I wanted to play through it properly on stream um, and sort of just not so much i say speed run not like an actual world r- record speed run but just like getting through it quickly um and to be fair in i guess about two and a half hours ish i've got halfway through the third and final island so you did I guess pretty well not too bad going but i could probably spend the same amount on the last boss from from what i imagine the um, thing is like you're
0: yeah, it's weird because there are these super difficult games, Elden Ring, Cuphead, that you stream and you're just completely chilled with it. Then you play something like Unpacking, and you're, or I mean, Celeste, you're also you're doing you know really well and very very calm. But then there's a game like Unpacking that is, at its heart, the most the calmest, most relaxing game possible, and you are st- and just stressing out like no one's business.
1: It's about the mindset then. The thing like when you, you know a lot of those games are advertised as being <laughs> tracker thanks a lot of these games are advertised as or known for being particularly difficult so you kind of go into it thinking right i'm expecting to die a lot i'm expecting this to be difficult so i am going to just take my time with it and be patient and rise to the challenge and the thing with a lot of those games is that it's not actually about skill level or whatever it's just about patience and mm-hmm. you know dark souls for instance as soon as you rush into it that's when you lose um or elden ring whatever um if you rush in you lose if you sit back and have patience and take your time and stay calm that's when you do better
0: i think there are only two games i've known you get incredibly upset at one of them was death loop
1: well that was just disappointing
0: (laughs) you got very upset (laughs) on that final level when you were playing it for like 45 minutes and then died
1: the final level was a joke yeah
0: um, and also Formula 1 2022. Spoilers. <laughs> well, the, if anybody wants to watch the video, because we have been playing some F1 2022 for part of our Formula Joystick series. If you go to youtube.com slash swapping joysticks, you can catch up with the first four rounds, isn't it? Yeah, so the mm-hmm. first four rounds are up there, which were Miami, followed by Monaco, then Great Britain and Spa. And this Saturday, oh yeah, this Saturday at four o'clock UK time, there'll be the premiere uh of the video on YouTube of the Dutch Grand Prix, and you do not want to miss it. You do not want to miss it. Um, I think it's probably the best one yet. But uh yeah. Also well, if you go onto the swapping interesting view. if you want to go into the swapping joysticks uh Twitter, you can uh click the reveal button. I have I hid it behind a nudity tag or whatever um, or inappropriate content tag so you can see what the scores are at the moment. All right. Um,
1: yeah, what have you been playing, man?
0: I have been playing... Um, I've mainly really been playing um, a great game called Farthest Frontier, which ah, I keep yes. wanting to say... I keep wanting to say Farthest Frontier. Maybe that's the British way.
1: Or Final Frontier. Far- that's a diff- Star Trek
0: is it uh i thought that was the next generation is that star trek
1: no star trek they go to the final frontier space the final frontier
0: oh i have no idea um have you you never seen star trek no i've had sex wow um but no i i don't care about that but no father's frontier though great game (coughs) uh it is a father's frontier is a real well okay some trekkies in the chat live long I've, I've and seen, prosper that's
1: what's oh, that get it right okay firstly i've never actually seen the tv show i've only watched the films and
0: oh secondly, the one with chris pine just, i like that because i like
1: yeah there you go chris pine Also, that's just general like common knowledge
0: <sighs> beam me up scotty is that star trek
1: that is yes star See? Trek.
0: i knew it um yeah.
1: So Star, Star Trek is incredibly diverse.
0: Okay. I mean, I watched one episode well, when I was a kid. It's not
1: just for virgins, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Mm. Well, you can have diverse a diverse array of virgins. Wow. I only watched one episode because The Rock right. was in it.
1: Tell us about your frontier.
0: Um. Okay. Well, my my final no, my furthest frontier. Um. So it's a city building game, very similar to kind of like the Anno style ones. Mm. Uh, where you start off with absolutely bugger all and you have to kind of build up a settlement build it turn into a town into a you know and then you modernize it grow it and grow it um and yeah it's just a very it's just a really pleasant one of those i've been playing it in beginner mode just to kind of get an idea of the controls and the mechanics and it's just a really enjoyable game you know you start off with your town hall I don't feel like it's constantly pressuring me to grow, grow, grow. You must grow because there's all these people coming in. You've got to grow as fast as you can. And then it's like kind of just juggling all the resources you've got against all the problems that are happening and, you know, expanding and resource management. It doesn't, maybe because that's the mode I'm playing on, but it just, it doesn't feel overwhelming. But it looks gorgeous, even though obviously you're you're making the same, you're putting like, you know, eight Building eight houses in a row, um, or eight by eight, whatever in a row, they don't look like just copy-pasted versions of each other. Maybe they are, or maybe there's some like slight variation. I think there's slight variation in them, so it just it does look quite natural um, when they're in there, and it goes through the whole cycle of summer, spring, winter, autumn uh, in a slightly different order, and then um, so there is the management part of that where you have to kind of manage your crops in winter and make sure you've got enough firewood. And I've been playing this off-stream. It's in in early access. I only did the first two tiers of my town because you upgrade the town hall, which unlocks various items for you to use and uh, to put around. I unlocked the third tier off-stream because I started again and and ended up playing for about five or six hours. And yeah, it uh, it definitely became a little bit more intense. I had some raiders come and... Mm -hmm. uh, when I was yeah, unfortunately, I was my store, I was like very on the edge pretty much with the uh, resources that I'd collected, and I was like, okay, I've only got rations for three months while while it's winter, and only just enough firewood, and then I got a bunch of raiders just before winter who came and uh, stole a lot of things, so that caused some problems. I had a couple of people succumb to injuries or succumb to disease, but it, and we had wild boar attacks. It's and there's like shit filling in people's gardens. Um but that was just because I wasn't so it's paying got attention to it. So that's why you like it. It definitely has poo. Yeah. Money would love this. Um but so like this anytime
1: farthest, farthest frontier, yeah. Said?
0: But anytime something like that happens, so yeah, you're overrun with shit, or you've got raiders, it it never kind of sets it back so that you've got, you know, you're gonna get game over. Like there's zero, you know, it's just going to be going down and down and down. Um there's always a way to recover from it. And it's just a really in-depth, very complete city builder um, that I just, yeah, really recommend. And it's very addictive.
1: Um, A question, because I don't think I've ever actually played a game in early access. What what more are they going to add to this? And how Mm. frustrating is it to play this thinking, but I'm playing a version that isn't complete?
0: I believe, and I might be wrong, but I believe that you can only get your town to tier three. Um, <clears throat> so then I imagine that they might add more to that. But like, I'm not sure what they can add to it. I mean, unless, you know, just keep going through the ages. Because you build like a little kind of a makeshift hut for your, uh, for your villagers. But then you upgrade them to slightly, you know, nicer looking houses. I never, I didn't reach the requirements and I was getting to a bit where, I said before that, you know, it's quite difficult to, to kind of lose, but I was getting to the point where I'm like, oh, I kind of want to restart with a new idea. Um, and like, you want to perfect it and make sure everything is, you know, at the best possible way that it can be and, and the most efficient. And so I think you get to a stage where you either kind of plow on through with your bit of a mess of a city Um, trying to slowly increase the various stats that it wants you to. Or you go, you know what, I'm going to start again and I'm going to make sure this is here and this is there and we've got protection and we've got like a, a, yeah, we've got a, we'll build a, or we'll have enough trees so that we can build a fence around it. But then, oh, you've got to think about expanding. And so you could you know, just keep restarting and trying to get a little bit further each time and a little bit more efficient. Or you can just stick with one and like slowly grow it as you realize how bad at uh, city planning you are. Um, So I got to tier three and I can't remember if there was a way for me to get to tier four. I don't think so. Because on the, you get like, it'll tell you pretty much right from the beginning what you can use at the different tiers. Um, So I wonder, I do wonder if there will be, uh, like if that's the next thing that they're going to, make tier four and tier five and whether or not they start introducing kind of modern technology will they build a train system in it you know because obviously there's lots of walking and running from place to place uh you can upgrade the roads to be from dirt to cobble but would you be able to put a train in so you can you know get people shipped off to the mines where they're harvesting copper that's you know a good distance across the map so things like this would be really Really interesting to see if they do add that stuff and I'm, I'm intrigued to see and I feel like I'm going to keep going back to it because I've put it down for a bit now but I will enjoy going back to it um, in the future if they keep adding, you know, some sizable updates.
1: Maybe this is the secret to Burnout that they should release games in little bits so then you kind of enjoy it and you complete that bit and then you can go back to it
0: later. 100% yes and I am the biggest defender ever of Hitman 1 that released episodically... Honestly, that was the perfect way to release that game for me. I know it wasn't for a lot of people, but I loved that because it meant I could properly try and master a level. And then it was like, oh, it's six weeks until the next level. I can you know, put a lot of attention on this one level, master it, enjoy it, and then out comes another one.
1: I will counter that, though, by saying that Hitman really leaned into replayability and... And the whole point was playing it again and again in different ways, mm-hmm. like a puzzle. It wasn't like one solution. So if it's like a story game that's linear, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. I sort of want that in one go. Because um... then I could do that at my pace. But for Hitman, that episodic thing did did really work.
0: I didn't mind I actually didn't mind Life is Strange. Oh, it was Life is Strange Two, I believe, that came out every couple of weeks. So if they released it like every couple of weeks, sure. But I think there's a few people in the chat that enjoy their binging. I can't mm. binge. I cannot binge. The only time I'll binge is if it's something like a documentary. Which is usually a film. Mm, like Tiger King I binged. Yeah, I guess. The Crown I binged. That's not a documentary. Pax and Wreck I binged not a documentary frazier i binged <laughs> not a documentary <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> but i don't like mm, i don't like a serious binge that you have to kind of concentrate a lot with
1: yeah i feel like see now we're talking about tv shows i feel it's like fine.
0: um something music like, tv
1: something like stranger things i have binged previous series because to me that sort of just feels like an extended film um but i think the latest series i still haven't even seen because the episodes are films in themselves i just i don't have the time to watch that or binge it what i will binge is something like selling sunset that is complete trash but it's like half an hour episodes it always ends with some drama and you're like oh i'll just put it on and watch the next one and that's really easy to binge because it's such trash
0: you can binge that when i'm busy (laughs) uh I actually binged... Uh, yeah, but the office... US, I'm glad that Helia said uh, USA because the UK office you could binge in, like, two or three hours. <laughs> it's, like, about six episodes. Um, I binged the Untold Sports series on Netflix. That was a lot. Oh, is that the one where it's about the different corruption events in sports? Because I really want to watch that. I watched one episode. It was great. Like, every episode is a different um, sporting corruption scandal. Really good. Um... I binge Tiger King and Selling Sunset too," says uh, Jimmy.
1: Great taste, from Jimmy.
0: Mm. And uh, I love good binge. Hashtag Grays. I can't watch Grays Anatomy. I can't watch. Oh, medical dramas are, are like quite possibly the last thing on earth I would ever want to watch. I'd watch Selling Sunset before I'd watch Grey's Anatomy.
1: Great. I'll watch it again with you. We'll do it.
0: <laughs> I mean, it I'll teach you I...
1: all about the joys of Christine and why she is such a.
0: Christine. Sounds like a nice I know I, I know nice people called Christine. Um No. I'm uh I don't think I'll watch that. Uh, I think I'll just nap instead of watching either. Honestly, I'm like that as well. Like if I'm watching a TV series that requires my attention because it's like a proper story. The the last one I remember was the Oh, what was the cyberpunk one that was on Netflix? It was quite grim and dark, cyberpunky. Style one with people flying around in flying cars and oh god, what was I
1: have no idea what you're talking about. Cyber, Wait, let me google a cyberpunk that. Netflix show,
0: yeah. Uh, Altered Carbon,
1: uh, lots of nudity in that. You'd like based, it based on a book,
0: I don't know, probably.
1: It's based on a book series, and I think I decided I was going to read the book series. First and then didn't. <laughs> and didn't oh, watch. and it's got that. It's got that um, relatively attractive blonde man who was in House of Cards. Uh, Did you? You probably didn't watch House of Cards. No, but that's politics. Oh,
0: Should Joel that... Kinnaman. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he is attractive. I don't know. Blonde. Name. <laughs> no, I, I watched the Brit. I watched the British House of Cards. That was much better. It was like three episodes. If I think what? it was three episodes. <laughs>
1: Isn't that from the 70s or something?
0: The 80s. I do Talk to my oh, dad about that. He'll, I'm going we, to... We're going to watch that. And we're also going to watch uh, Yes Minister and Yes Prime Minister. The oh best God. 1980s political British sitcoms. Well not even sitcoms. But, uh, dramas. You'd ever... Uh, you'd ever get the chance to see. Can I just keep watching <laughs> Selling Sunset? Well, if you make me watch <laughs> Selling Sunset, I'm going to make you watch Yes Prime Minister. <laughs>
1: Then I won't make you watch it. That is a deal. (laughs) Wow.
0: Wow. (laughs) So good. I love Yes, Prime Minister. It's great because you watch it and it's set in the 80s or early 80s, I think it is. And you watch it and go, oh, this is like completely what happened, you know, last year. Or they'd like they talk about the newspapers and you're like, "Mm, "Yep, that's still relevant today. Um, Pretty much about everything that they talk about is a genius show. It was the the thick of it for the 1980s, which I need to get you to finish, actually.
1: See that's another thing didn't finish.
0: You need to finish uh, well I'm going to force you to. I will not be polite and be like oh maybe it doesn't really it's not really in the mood. I'm going to be like we're watching the thick of it. Now sit down and shut up.
1: Well that I probably could binge.
0: You could. But it's... also
1: the episodes are like 20 minutes. So when they're short that's okay again just like with with gaming when it's short I feel compelled to be like oh just a bit more. I'll just play a bit more. We'll just watch another one. And then you get through it really quickly. And when it's some epically long thing, it feels like such an effort. I can't be bothered.
0: Mm. Um, Miss Wilbur says they should bring back spitting image. They did to Britbox, which nobody watched. And I don't think it was very good. Um, But yeah, oh, as May 9 just said.
1: Oh, Heather mentioned the um, assassination Mm. of Gianni Versace, which I did also watch.
0: Oh, didn't you add it? Didn't I say, let's add that to the list and we'll watch it together?
1: I've already seen it. It's got Darren Criss in
0: it. He's hot. Is he the one that sings? He was in Glee, yeah. Ah, I didn't realize that my the person who I sit next to at work every day and work with, her brother dated the guy that plays Dear Evan Hansen, the one from Pitch Perfect.
1: Evan Hansen. (laughs) No,
0: no, the one that in Pitch Perfect.
1: Well, I know, but he doesn't play Dear Evan Hansen. That's, doesn't just, he? The name of the, that's oh. just the name of the show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've not seen it.
1: Neither have I. Well, well, I'm pretty sure the character's just called Evan Hansen.
0: Oh. <laughs> his name is not Dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know that. He's all like, oh, Dear Evan Hansen. He's a nice guy. That. Yeah, it's right, it's right Dear. What's the name of the person from Pitch Perfect? The nerdy one? Uh, yeah, I know exactly.
1: Uh, ben Platt is the yes, that's his name. That's it. There you go
0: so there, there he's also in a tv show at the moment and he was in fire island as well which was i think helius i saw tweeting about no nah, yeah i met his brother once the best th- funniest thing ever was his uh yeah because her brother was here the the actor and my the assistant director of studies met him and this is a very attractive guy like and knows it 100 percent your type head you uh, keep you uh tied up i think. Uh, Around him, but he, yeah, she met him and like shook his hand is. and was like, hey "Yeah, Danielle, Danielle," and then wave, and then he like wandered off, and she was like, "I've never been so embarrassed in my life." <laughs> she totally embarrassed herself.
2: Ah,
1: nice. Yeah. Shall so we? uh Shall we talk about the news?
0: Well, what about all the other games I've been playing? <clears throat> like what? I haven't really. um there I played go. a little bit more. Um, in Xenoblade Chronicles 3 I got to the part where they finally unlocked Chain Attacks which I'm pretty sure in Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition they give you right at the beginning Um, now they've finally unlocked Chain Attacks for me
1: does that mean you've now finished the introduction after like 10 hours I
0: don't know I don't think so I mean that was just the last thing Mm. I did so I'm pretty sure there will be more it's alright I mean I've said this before but they just hold your hand through the tutorials so badly it's like you've just unlocked this Uh, you can now add art to your character Great. That would be great. But no, go into the menu. Click. Yes. And then it'll come up with on the, then it'll say like, press this button. And you have to press a button to get rid of the prompt that says, press this button. So you can actually press this button and it will give you step-by-step instructions that you have to click to turn, like to go to the next one while doing the instruction that it's asking you to do. And it just drives me insane because it's like, oh, you need to you've unlocked this special talent art. Go and equip it now and it will go through step by step of you going into the menu and equipping that exact talent art. Even if you don't want it, even if you've unlocked actually you've got three there and you want kind of want to pick another one, it's like, no, no, you must follow our instructions and do this. And it just gets me so annoyed and bored.
1: Um, I I hate to tell you this, but you're playing a
0: JRPG. I've had JRPGs though before that just Well, usually the old ones are like yeah, there you go. Work it out for yourself. Like materia. <laughs> Who understands materia in Final Fantasy VII? I certainly don't.
1: No, oh, I do. <laughs> why? Because I went through the tutorial. Because it taught me. Uh, well, so why don't you actually listen and read?
0: Because there's, there's just so many mechanics. <laughs> like it's, it goes, oh, you need to change your class of every single person in your all the six people in your party. You need to change their classes, um, and it'll make me choose the exact class that they I've got to switch them to for a specific length of time.
1: Materia is really easy. You realise that?
0: I mean, you fight fire with fire or something like that?
1: No. So every weapon has a certain number of slots, and then you put materia into those slots to give you abilities. But you can also put them together to give you extra abilities. So if you put all with fire, then you can cast the fire spell on all the enemies. It's like making language. Just put things together to make a sentence
0: i know that i was trying to get the uh i just went new europe i was trying to get the platinum in final fantasy 7 remake and i'm um, yeah so i had to do i had to learn a lot about materia for that
1: oh helios is asking about junction in final fantasy 8 i can tell you all about that as well that's not a problem <laughs> oh my
0: god well let's let's save that for another podcast maybe we, it let's can be a, a youtube trial. special ed explains obscure gaming mechanics <laughs>
1: But junction's great because you can break it in like the start of the game, and then you're like OP for the entire thing. When you understand it, you can you know what to do.
0: If you understood what you do it, you you know, you'd be unstoppable. All right, Ed, what's happening in the news? Let's swap our pigeons. Like the news, carry it Swap
1: our pigeons.
0: What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't carry know a pigeon. What um, no, obscure mechanics, not obscure games. <laughs> I know Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 8 was the first game that got me into Final Fantasy.
1: Well, that's a great choice. That is a very good choice. Um, right, well, we've, we've talked a little bit about Assassin's Creed, <clears throat> and it's been um, heavily rumoured and a not-very-well-kept secret that a new Assassin's Creed game is on the way.
0: Wait, they're making a new one? I thought they just stopped the franchise. Oh, you know? no, no, no. Oh. There's
1: a new one um well there's a big new one which is assassin's creed infinity and that's not for a couple of years yet like disney it's been sure um it's been heavily rumored that a new uh shorter assassin's creed game is on the way all these bits have come out about it it's now basically going to be officially revealed next week but it was leaked earlier today uh the box art for it and so oh. Ubisoft have been forced to actually say yes this is what it is so what it is is Assassin's Creed Mirage and you've played Valhalla Bal-hola. you remember Basim yes the assassin from the Middle East
0: quite attractive man
1: very much so um so this is basically him in the lead ca- in the, as the lead character And it is a shorter sort of side story specifically about him, um, but it's a back-to-basics Assassin's Creed game. So it's set predominantly in one city, there's no levelling up, there's no RPG stuff, and it's back to just him becoming an assassin.
0: Oh, I like that. And is this a game?
1: So it started off as a side story sort of expansion for Valhalla, and then it got spun off into its own game um, that you can buy just on its own um and it's been it's been heavily rumored for a very long time um but now it is officially coming out
0: i didn't see this did you write about it today
1: no uh my boss tom did but he is a huge assassin's creed fan so he's all over it
0: oh and they're going to tell us more on september the 10th at ubisoft forward
1: there you go there is an (sighs) ubisoft showcase Uh uh september the 10th and uh yeah, basically, they're going to be revealing all their new games, which is Assassin's Creed, and that's about it, because they don't have anything else.
0: If they announce another division, I will... I'm going to show whole on Twitter circles. Not going to, but I will be very excited. Someone
1: clip that. <laughs> if and then on... clip the whole.
0: I would... <laughs> don't worry, I'll add you to my circles. Uh, Great. <laughs> I... Privileged. <laughs> so privileged. Um... No, I'm just desperate for a new division. I love the division. I've said this before. The division yeah, one is one of the best lot. games ever made. Well, it's not, but it's <laughs> one of the. It's one of my favorite games. It's one of those addictive games that it do, it doesn't fuck with your time. <clears throat> so it's one of those. is technically an open world. Well, not yeah, it is an open world, but it's also kind of a. You can make you do it multiplayer. It's a bit like you know Destiny. How a lot of the of destiny is well there's pvp but there's also a lot of co-op involved and the division have has a lot of kind of areas where you're going to encounter other people but as you're it does have a story that like has an ending and kind of makes sense um and side stuff that's completely optional i just just love the world of the division cool great game we're going to play division three if they announce it
1: that's a big if (laughs) um there's been quite a lot of Fortnite news in the last day. Oh, um, so every year—well, I say every year. I think last year was actually the first one. Um, there was Rainbow Rainbow Royale, which is the Fortnite Pride event, mm-hmm. um, and that is now starting for this year. And what's oh. nice about it is that w- they are adding the character Dreamer, who um, I was not aware of this because I did not watch Supergirl. Uh, but dreamer uh, is a trans dc superhero uh, who is sort of heading up basically this this rainbow rate can't, can't say this rainbow royale rainbow royale
0: rainbow arcade yeah
1: um so yeah it's i think it means that she is officially the first confirmed trans character in fortnite
2: hmm.
0: which is great brilliant
1: um lovely to have the representation um also um there is a new emote which is basically a death drop to which my boss so my boss is a huge fan of Fortnite, um but he had to send me a video of this and be like is this drag race related (laughs) i was like yeah it's called a death drop
0: you work in an industry with straight people (laughs) lots of straight people
1: yeah um oh so yeah there's also uh an in-game rainbow radio station which has various um lgbt artists playing oh uh, years and nice. years um i can't remember who they all are um mm. but one of them one of them is uh lady gaga oh i've heard of and her that is interesting because there are even more rumors coming out that lady gaga is going to be doing um some sort of collaboration in Fortnite.
2: oh
0: thank now, god because that ariana one was been... terrible
1: this has been rumored for a really long time because um, when there was the whole Epic Apple thing, and loads of leaked documents came out about what um, Epic were um, were working on in Fortnite, um, various names came up, um, including Jay Balvin and Ariana Grande, both of which have had um, have had events in the game, and Lady Gaga's name was also included. So they've clearly been at least in talks about it for a long time. Um, but what's now happened is um the artwork for this Rainbow Royale has um various characters and various poses, and those poses are all taken from Gargar's Bad Romance video mm. for fans who know. There's also um a new emote, which has been data mined. And it's four different uh, sort of dance music emotes um, but when you put them together, it plays poker face. very obviously mm-hmm. um, And this has all been data mined. There's also a new skin um, that has it's like white but with a heart eye that looks a bit like a pack of cards so it's kind of poker facey. Um, so there's all these little hints basically that that is going to be coming um whether it is a big musical thing like with ariana or whether it's just kind of some extra little bits i don't know um but yeah that is going to be very fun
0: i yeah i didn't like the ariana one i I didn't recognize any i think i recognized one of the songs and it was over in like eight minutes
1: you don't like ariana grande songs
0: i like her i like the song with um Uh, uh that one are you thinking
1: yeah. right now i'm in a state of man that, yeah exactly that's what like I, I, I said
0: i think uh, um that's a cry and thank you next
1: thank you i don't know next. That song, i'm pretty actually. sure she played that one.
2: Oh
0: yeah i don't know it <laughs> well she
1: played um, that one as in the the animated ariana did your problem is that it was the later songs and you probably like the earlier ones like this is yes the part where oh you yeah say i don't want you i'm stronger than i've been before which is an absolute chain.
0: yeah that one is a good one that's when i've danced to before the the new stuff is just it, uh, i don't know it was i put it on loud and all the neighborhood dogs turned up at the door i saw like it was just wow squeaky noises see
1: what i'm hoping for is that with gaga they will do rain on me and then we can have gaga and ariana together and then that'll just be a dream
0: no they just need to do all the songs from her first like two albums that'll be fine
1: what from gaga's first two yeah
0: generally at least a decent song in a while has she
1: um yes go on then well rain on me firstly mm. that was from chromatica Ariana I've literally down. got, I've actually got This Is Are you having to Gaga Google it? Open. No, I've got it open because, <laughs> because I was listening to her earlier. Um, no, hang Chromatica had some great songs on it. It's just you probably didn't listen to it.
0: <laughs> Did she um, sing?
1: It had Stupid Love on it. You know that one. Yeah. I just you love oh, is that day. just? No,
0: it's no, because that's just like the same lyric repeated a few times.
1: Sour Candy with Blackpink. You won't know them because it's K-pop.
0: No, I did. L- I played that Black Pink song and it was average. Wow. Also,
1: Sorry. even more recently than that, um, she's got a song that was used, uh, that was part of the Top Gun, the new Top Gun film soundtrack, which is a great, great song. Oh, that's um, I think good. It's called Hold, Hold My Hand, I think it's called.
0: All Gaga's best music is on her first two albums. Helios? Helios is right. No, nah, she hasn't really. I liked the... Mm-hmm. yeah hold mm-hmm. my hand what's the one it's with mm-hmm. hello hello is that telephone yes i like that one
1: i like that one
0: is that the second album i like with? that telephone son. telephone yes it's
1: absolutely fantastic
0: i don't dare you oh wait what was hmm. yeah no i mean <laughs> yeah
1: i mean you're not wrong her earlier stuff i also prefer
0: i bought but, her first album but, i found that first album and showed you it the other day that i bought in ta- the virgin megastore in times square off. Eh. dance in the dark i think i do like that one as well okay so maybe she has released some good songs lately or in the last 10 years
1: i also really i also love applause i'll throw that out there i also really like the cure mm. um
0: that's a great song oh yeah applause is good is that second or third I liked um That's third I believe okay I've seen her live like three times I think two or three times the first mm-hmm. time I was very very close I was against the barriers at the front in a, quite a small arena in Cardiff not in the stadium but the second time I saw her in the Palau San Jordi in Barcelona and it was miles away but I think I saw her I've said this before I've seen, I saw her within a few weeks of seeing Adele and she blew Adele out of the water she is great performer great vocalist she can do amazing things with her songs whereas adele's like We well, i press the cd turn to press the play on the cd and it, that's what it sounds
1: like okay i dispute that because that just means that she is a good singer and doesn't need tune or whatever oh else.
0: no she does she she sings exactly like she does on the cd
1: because the cd is a raw recording of her and she sings it well But i would just but like i i but i will admit I, I mean i haven't seen gaga and i'd love to and i bet she does a great show
0: yes it's a performance it's a show adele was just her singing her songs and then five minute break between every song while like 16 do, people do in the you, audience do propose
1: you think, i mean i would love this but do you really think adele's gonna just like jump out into some dubstep remix of a song and start yeah dancing. give us something I mean, a I'd little that, yeah but. give
0: us something a little bit different uh, mix it up a little bit maybe perform some songs that maybe you know the odd cover or two you know just have it a little bit more unexpected it was very expected
1: sure anyway so, oh i someone games.
0: like you is i mean that's one of the best songs ever I remember hearing it because my friend sent me a copy, uh, sent me a, like a recording of it, like performed on Jules Holland about six months before she released it, and I was just obsessed. <clears throat> and it is really good. And I do love a ballad.
1: I think it's a bit overplayed.
0: Well, um, shouldn't have played it that. I... Every song's overplayed for you because you love a song and then you play it for like a <laughs> whole day and then go, well, that's a bit overplayed."
1: drag me that is
0: true Um, how's Pussycat Dolls React I've never heard a song so many times in one day when you played that (laughs) literally I was at your house and you played Pussycat Dolls React you must have played it about 200 times in one day not that much 100 definitely it was all day anyway I think turning
1: tables is better Um, no idea I'll listen to the album a bit more then, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, right, more Pride news. Um, there was an update to Horizon Forbidden West, um, which neither of us have played yet. Um, and they have fixed loads of bugs, but they have also added in a new face paint called Mark of Pride, um, mm-hmm. which adds Pride colors to Aloy's face. I just downloaded uh, it actually yesterday. Including trans colors on her forehead, which is excellent.
0: Nice. I just, yeah, I just downloaded it. I'm going to be playing it. I think I'll play that off stream. I don't think it's a streaming game. Oh we've got breaking news Oh. Hello biggest Biggestbenus Thank you for being a loyal member From the 1st of October 2022 The monthly games provided to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate And Xbox Live Gold members via Games with Gold Will no longer include Xbox 360 titles So they've removed Xbox 360 titles from Games with Gold I
1: think that was known before now
0: but yeah Breaking news
1: Do you read you're a gamer or any kind of games media?
0: I'm busy. I'm very busy during the day. Okay. I'll read it if you send me me it, as you often do. I'm only sending you mine. Of course, yeah. (laughs) I only click on it because it's yours. Give you the extra view. Thanks.
1: It's needed. (laughs) Um, Speaking of bright colors, um, (laughs) a new Pokemon has been announced. Mm. A brand new Pokemon coming to Scarlet and Violet its name is Grafi. Oh what? Grafi. I. Yeah
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah yeah. Ding dong. Um,
1: graph being for graffiti. An ai I. I. is monkey. Oh or a type of Monkey. ai Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Pokemon company have been teasing it all week, and then they they basically revealed it earlier today. It is a sort of monkey goblin looking thing um, that paints markings to mark its territory and in, in the walls. Uh, on, um, trees. Uh, and it gets the paint by eating it berries. Shits up walls, okay. No, it eats berries, and um, then it paints with its finger.
0: I mean, it picks the berries, the dangle berries, yes. and smudges it with its finger. Yes, exactly.
1: Uh, it is a monkey poison, toxic monkey, there poison, normal type Pokemon. It's poison. And it att- attacks foes by spitting on them.
0: Dirty bastard.
1: What that has to do with uh, with Spain, I don't know. But you can find that in Paldea.
0: Oh, I wonder if that will be at the very, very bottom. Maybe on a rock. Gibraltar. Right. The rock of Gibraltar. It's got lots of monkeys on it.
1: Uh, well. But it's in the forest. Mm. Eh.
2: Yes.
0: Well, if it's there as well in the south on a rocky island or a rocky peninsula, then I will uh, accept your apology. Okay. Sure.
1: Um, a small bit of Call of Duty news um, for you. Thank you. Um, Grr, well, it's, it's, also, it's also more just Activision, Blizzard, Microsoft news. Um, I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that details of the deal... Were released in brazil because with the merger it has to go through loads of checks for sort of industry stuff and not having a monopoly and boom 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 and remember playstation it came up saying that they had been paying companies to not put the stuff on game pass um that was all because it was discussed in brazil that same thing is now happening in the uk um, and so stuff is coming out about sort of the UK's competition and markets authority scrutinizing it, um, et cetera, et cetera. But to combat that, um, Microsoft came out with a blog post today from Phil Spencer that does say that Call of Duty is going to be coming to Game Pass. <gasps> but it will still launch on PlayStation on the same day. Because they're trying to show that they won't have a monopoly on the industry by keeping Call of Duty to themselves, so they're basically saying that like they're still going to release it on PlayStation, um, but of course they're going to add it to Game Pass as
0: well. That's brilliant news. I love Call of Duty, but I find myself uh, struggling to pay sixty pounds a year on it, and it's very rarely on sale. So if it's going to if it's going to be on Game Pass, <clears throat> I am very happy with that and hopefully that will make the online section of it a little bit more uh populated with people who aren't kind of sweaty diehards sweaty tryhards quite possibly if anybody. Uh by the way, yeah, I typed in um, Pokemon graffiti and got an image that I wish I hadn't seen. I posted it in the chat.
1: Oh wow, that's terrifying. <laughs> that is truly terrifying. <laughs>
0: yeah, very very bizarre.
1: Um PlayStation Plus uh every month there are lots of new games added because of course there are um and there are the uh ps plus essential games which is the three free ones you get every month which are a bit shit this month um it's need for speed heat toem and grand Fancy fantasy versus toem is a cute cute indie game um i think actually bj played it um it's like a black and white photography game um and uh might be quite fun, but it's just a, a cute indie game. Um, however, they are also adding new games to the catalogue for extra and premium subscribers. And there are quite a lot in there. Um, Siphon Filter 2 mm. is coming, which is a PS1 game. Love Siphon Filter. Um, they're adding the Sly Collection and Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. From I PS3. never played Sly
0: Cooper, did you?
1: I played a bit of Thieves in Time and it was all right.
0: Is that PS1? Um, no, PS3. Oh. oh
1: there's the sly collection which was ps2 games which were re-released on ps3 i believe oh um there are some uh ps4 games coming as well so assassin's creed origins watchdogs 2 which i'm quite the excited best
0: watchdogs game i mean hands down
1: um spiritfarer which <sighs> if you haven't played you should play mm. chicory a colorful tale which you should also definitely play because uh, that's excellent really
2: don't recommend um, it
1: rayman legends
2: oh, great
1: you, you played 20 minutes of it you can't recommend anything ben piss off um you could clip that and i'll play that repeatedly <laughs> chicory is an excellent game
0: always oh, boring it involves effort of like writing and drawing and i'm like no i don't have oh time we're for using
1: that. your brain
0: no i don't mind using my brain i've used things like my brain for things like you know death stranding and stuff but i don't want to use it for drawing Death Stranding is
1: mindless
0: it's certainly not so you have to organize those boxes maybe that's why you didn't like it because you had to organize boxes and put things in a logical order
1: that was the most fun thing about it <laughs> anyway the point of all this is that there is one game that is a ps5 game that's coming to ps plus and that is Deathloop. now i did not like Deathloop, <laughs> so i would not recommend playing it however what for me is interesting <laughs> is the fact that that game came out last september which means it's now a year before mm. it's being added to ps plus so my thinking on this is is this is is this an indication that after a year that's when games are going to be added to ps plus because that's what happened with um returnal and it's what's it also happened with um um ghost of tsushima with final fantasy 7 remake now we've got it with Deathloop. Um, so I think a year might be an indication. That said, we've missed Ratchet & Clank, because that's not up yet.
0: And also, the one game that I actually want to play that for some reason is I can never see it on sale and also needs to be on PlayStation Plus because no one's, I don't think, playing it, Sackboy. Why is that not on there? I literally don't understand that's, why that's not on PlayStation Plus.
1: That should be, actually. That's a good shout.
0: It is their kind of mascot, the PlayStation mascot, well, kind of Astrobot is as well, but Itch. Sackboy astrobot white
1: <sighs> that's a very good point ben that's a very good point
2: can
0: someone click that <laughs> one as well please um for once
1: um <laughs> later this month it is the tokyo game show are you um, going which <laughs> no i wish foreigners <laughs> aren't allowed to japan oh they are um, they just
0: released something today i think
1: oh well there you go um so there's not a huge number of of uh of companies mm-hmm. there but there will be some gaming news from the tokyo game show later this month so keep an eye out on that um most of which i think is going to be coming from square enix mm. because they have the, the biggest showing of all um so they're basically mm. going to be showing stuff on crisis core for spoken harvestella i don't think Final Fantasy 16 is going to be there um but also Tactics Ogre Reborn, Dragon Quest Treasures, Die for Chronicle, Romancing Saga, Star Ocean 6, Valkyrie, Elysium, the Switch edition of Nier Automata, um, loads of JRPG stuff, basically. Yeah. Um, and also, Atlas are going to be showing off Persona 5, 4, and 3 because their Ooh. new versions are coming. So, yeah. j- lots of JRPG goodness to come from Tokyo.
0: We've um, also, before we go on to saying what people have been playing in the community, which we missed.
1: Oh, yes,
0: of course. <laughs> um, do you know that we spoke about it, I think, a couple of weeks ago, that publisher, that the publisher of Domina, you know, the asshole that wrote the really anti-mask, homophobic shit in his patch notes on Steam. Oh, yes. <clears throat> He's released another update for his game, and it is the most unhinged, anti-trans, hate-filled rant I've seen. I mean, before he was oh. trying to pass it off as a bit of kind of, <clears throat> you know, just slightly putting the odd word in there and you could be like oh it's just a guy who's a bit of a loser but he's just he, quite recently he's just posted a really unhinged rant uh, just he's dead naming Keffles uh, have you seen it?
2: No
1: what's Keffels got to do with it? Uh,
0: upset it upset the, the person so he they've changed the name of Domina and have tried to equate that to somebody being trans and it honestly it is the most offensive shite i've seen in a long time i was going to send it to you but i was like you did, probably won't want to write about it because you don't want to give any uh uh like you know any uh kind of stuff to, i'm just quickly seeing yeah no it, it is still up there i don't understand how steam haven't stopped this um i'll post this in the chat if anybody wants to see i don't think you want to but there it is um i just don't understand how steam hasn't removed this um yeah it's it's literally well, that's, like
1: that's the angle of the news story steam needs to react
0: yeah that should go. be there you go although you're not working now until oh, uh monday
1: i'll put it in slack <laughs>
0: um but yeah like I, um, I i just have been just have a look at that just how unhinged it is and yeah steam really needs to look at this and be like <sighs> Do they really want this on their platform
1: exactly um and then the last bit of news for this week which is the best news of all and i am dearly dearly hoping that it comes true is that apparently (sighs) finally nintendo are going to release switch ports of wind waker and twilight Mm -hmm. princess um apparently we are going to be getting a nintendo direct in september and they are finally going to release these these two ports, which have been rumoured for a very, very, very long time. And I am desperate to play both games again. They were released on the Wii U in HD, and no one bought a Wii U, so no one bought them. Um, and they've ported enough other games from the wii u over to the switch i don't know why it's taken so long um but apparently it's very heavily rumored that finally this is going to be happening in september um whether they're out straight away i don't know if they're released separately at full price or if there's a double pack i don't know is this going to be similar to the mario 3d all-stars where it's limited release for a certain amount I'll of i'll buy immediately whatever I... I will still buy that
0: oh yeah did you, did you get <laughs> um, the you got all-stars didn't you
1: i did yes uh, physical
0: yes okay good because i can borrow that
1: <laughs> Yep. you're welcome to stream it if you want um what, what's annoying with that is that it sold like 10 million copies so actually it sold really well because they artificially force that by making it limited time um, can i
0: just say as well yeah we're talking about yeah wii u i'm still going to get my wii u fixed because i wanna i've decided i want to stream some xenoblade chronicles cross Ooh. also um the best mario maker
1: interesting um but yeah i am i am desperate to play wind waker again it is genuinely like top three zelda for me with ocarina and breath of the wild like it i just love that game and i'm really intrigued to play twilight princess again what's also going to be interesting about twilight princess is that when that first came out some zelda trivia for you here it was released both on the gamecube and the wii as a wii launch title now link in every game is left-handed or at least up until that point was left-handed but they knew that with the wii remote when you swing the sword Mm. most people are right-handed and so they had to make link right-handed but instead of just changing him they basically mirrored the entire world (laughs) so when you put them side by side the wii is literally a mirror image of the gamecube version but when Mm. they did the hd remaster on the on the wii u well, I'm presuming, actually, that they took the GameCube version and and remastered that because it's not motion control, it's it's GameCube controls. Um, so it's going to be really weird for me to play that again as a remaster because um, it's going to be the opposite way around to what I think it is. Whereas what I played was the mirrored version on the Wii, which <laughs> is just a really odd bit of trivia for me there.
0: That's a big change, though, <laughs> even though it doesn't sound it, but like, yeah, switching it yeah, all over.
1: Because what... So I guess what will happen is that you go around the world anti-clockwise, essentially, which is also what you did in Ocarina of Time. Whereas I played it going around clockwise because you go left to Death Mountain first and go around. Anyway, mm. that's weird. I'm uh, um, Hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed, we'll get Zelda news. And my, my dream is that we basically get a massive Zelda Direct specifically. They drop these two immediately, go buy them as a double pack, and then here's a big chunk of Breath of the Wild 2 news. And if everyone can just please join the join the summoning circle please pray and we can make this happen
0: i am um, if they do that we're probably going to do something about streaming it aren't we i think
1: yes yeah
0: i feel that might be a really one
1: good... or both of us will stream it
0: <laughs> either uh, yeah maybe that'll be our first kind of joint in-person stream where we just hang out and chill and play zelda windwaker
1: we can do that. I will supervise you playing it. And I'll just explain to you how to play.
0: <laughs> well, if I, I'll be like, no, this bit looks a bit difficult or boring. I'll just pass it to you.
1: So I'll play the whole thing then. That's fine.
0: How dare you? I've I played a lot of Wind Waker. I been to how the, far?
1: Um, I'll, I'll judge if it's a lot or not.
0: <laughs> well, I can't remember exactly where I got. I went to a prison went island. To an island. Yeah, I went to a prison island. That was the first one I think you go to. And then I went to another island.
1: So the prison island is about half an hour in.
0: Yeah. So, well, no, not not if you can't. Not if you want to kind of explore everywhere on that first island. Um. And then I went...
1: <laughs> I, a couple of islands after that. <laughs> I did at least Sorry, two
0: or three it. streams of it. I don't know. We'll find it. Hopefully, if I get my Wii U up and running and the save file still on there, you'll be able to see. You'll be able to judge.
1: Obviously, the music in Wind Waker alone just... Oh, it's honestly some of the best music in Zelda,
0: and the art.
2: I own a Wii U uh, I
0: I love my Wii U with Xenoblade Chronicles Cross and Mario Maker and Wind Waker HD and Mario Kart Eight. I had some very good games on there,
1: but now you just get them all on Switch. And stuff. I know,
0: yeah. It's like fine, but well, I got to play them first um yeah okay well what have people been playing that was the news this week (laughs) yes let's look um this is definitely intentional that we're talking about this now
1: yes we meant to leave this to last obviously (laughs) um clues i'm playing atomic corpse mindlessly these days as i have the vods in the background it's mindless fun for me and i love it to bits i have never heard of this game it's a farming game farming an action roguelite farming game
0: oh this seems interesting nine out of ten on steam you must grow ultra gmo crops to feed the local town and make a hefty profit oh that does sound quite addictive <laughs> you, mm. it's got the word farming in it and roguelite so you and simulator that's like
1: it's like keywords
0: yeah crack <laughs> game of
1: keywords <laughs> Uh, Ravi Lavi, I am mostly playing RPG mobile games with a dash of Gacha, Sodorica, and Guardian Tales. Uh, oh. I've been on Final Fantasy XIV a few times since 6.2's come out, mostly for weeklies for gear. But since murka Mur. has a three-day weekend this coming weekend, I'll probably get on and finish 6.2 MSQ. Jinx is quest. also. Oh, wait, I
0: want but... to see what this is. I want to. I like my mobile games. I want to see Sodorica.
1: Um. Well, just to continue, Jinx has also been playing Final Fantasy 14, um, but the island sanctuary, uh, which I'm interested to hear more about, uh, the scenery is gorgeous. The progression is pretty good. Don't be like me and buy high fashion first thing, because you will need those shells for upgrades. Uh, catching rare animals is a challenge, but that can make it feel more special to get them. I love visiting my animals in my pasture and petting them for the simple reward of a big animated heart. Gathering resources is just a single click so I can run from shiny to shiny and enjoy the simple things while waiting for that DPS queue to take me someplace more dangerous for a bit. There's some fun economic puzzles in the way you make money, selling things to the outside world, and that's fun too. It's not for everyone, but if you like that sort of grind, like with Stardew or Story of Seasons, it's pretty well done, and you get to use your beloved Final Fantasy 14 persona to do it.
0: Hmm. I will uh, get into I that very eventually. Much,
1: <laughs> very much appreciate that roundup, drinks. That was very... Um, um, complete, complete and detailed. That's not the word I was thinking of, but I'll go with it.
2: Arousing. Comprehensive.
1: There you go. That's the word I was thinking of. Um, Sret's been playing a lot of Rocket League lately. I absolutely hate it. It's the worst game ever. I will continue to play it every day for the foreseeable future.
0: <laughs> you uh, you missed the first part of her comment.
1: Uh, in the middle of being overwhelmed at work, come to this channel and read about ketchup pre cum. I feel better. I mean, I was, you know, skipping over the. We we're the talking ketchup about ketchup's magma.
0: You know, ketchup's magma is the bits around the top uh, that kind of get left there and get crusty.
1: Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Uh, Gary Gary has been playing a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn the past couple of weeks I got it ages ago in a sale (laughs) and never downloaded but just felt like giving it a go recently I'm loving it so far it's the sort of game that I really like but haven't played in a long time big open world exploration lots of silly and lots of silly and story building side quests except the hunting ground trip wire task that can get in the bin
0: oh that's great Um, just go and google how to do it
1: (laughs) yeah uh, and lots of different things to collect, viewpoints to unlock, etc. I've been sucked in by the story so, so far as well. There's uh, a spoiler spoil from the beginning. Yeah, at the very beginning. That uh, bit. The controls feel a bit clunky at times, so movement is not as fluid as I would like um, at times. But overall, I'm very much enjoying the experience and looking forward to seeing how the story plays out. Um, Sret's also redownloaded Horizon 2. I'm just slowly playing through it. Um, I didn't get very far my first playthrough, so I thought I would just start fresh. Something about young Aloy's hair drives me absolutely wild. She is so out of proportion. It's really strange.
0: No, I think I think it's her hair drives her wild.
1: Mm. Um, I love this type of open world game where I can sink hours into side quests and progress the main quest at my own pace. Uh, apparently, unlike me. Um, <laughs> something about it just gives me cozy autumn vibes. I also get autumn vibes from Horizon.
0: Oh, yeah. It's all, all brown and... Because winter's why, coming as well. It's like this cold. This
1: why you need to play Forbidden West. Actually, I think that's more summery and tropical. But fine. Mm. We need to play that.
0: Yeah, they've done winter because they did that. Then, there's, then the expansions were um, winter. Then this is like summer. They need a spring one.
1: Sret's mm. mm. um, also just taken over this week um, and has written on uh, a lot of stuff about Graveyard Keeper. So that's that. <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> wow. It's like a cosy Stardew style game set in a limbo dimension between real life and an afterlife. And your main goal is getting back to your love after you've been transported there. You don't have to worry about a romance aspect. You can progress in any way that you want. And if you get to a certain point, you can automate a lot of the work and it becomes a bit of a management style game. Well, that sounds good. Uh, the map is absolutely huge and there's so many different NPCs to interact with and build friendships with. You have a little house off the side of a small church with an overrun graveyard that you can fix up. Uh what's that called? What's that called? The part of the a small church? No, the little house next to the church. Has a name. you will know, she dated a priest. Moni, what's it called? You probably lived in one of them. Oh. It has a special name for it. Um There's a skill menu that you progress through. spaces all over. <laughs> she did date a priest. Is that a parsonage? Is it a parsonage? Uh it's a rectory. An outhouse? Um man, a parsonage, a rectory, or a vicarage. Maybe a vicarage. Yeah, maybe a vicarage. Uh there we go. <laughs> an outhouse is where you go to the toilet. Uh <laughs> that's what she meant yeah oh
1: god money living her flea bag fantasy
0: absolutely have your little, have your little vicarage um yeah that was I know that sounds like good I especially like these no these there's no pressure on you there's a weekly cycle but you don't incur any penalties if you just faff on faff around on these days because there's no seasons you can play the game in any way you want it's probably my favorite game ever created and i don't think enough people know about it graveyard keeper well,
1: now we all know about it hmm well Uh, games mistress has been playing a ton of balloons td uh it's a monkey-based balloon tower defense game that has existed for ages and i'm playing boons td6 it's adorable and very calming on my anxiety and very addictive i recognize that it's probably boring and predictable but i've been doing the daily challenges with great joy it's ridiculous but i love it and it's very soothing so that's that's great though love that kind of game
0: no i played it and i hate it i played that I played oh, I've it. never played balloons. Oh, I played it because it's on uh, Apple Arcade. So I downloaded it, played it, and was like, I was so freaking stressed. Because you, you start off and it's just, oh, that's easy to pop that balloon. Very easy to pop that balloon. And then with a few seconds later, they're just whizzing around the tracks and you're trying to, you know, fire rockets and bombs and all sorts at it and spinning weapons and, you know, I, I got too stressed.
1: Uh, Randy pasta I've been playing immortality the new Sam Barlow game I really want to get this a go mm. because I've heard such incredible things about that 10 um, out of 10
0: from edge
1: yeah um it's a lot more interesting compared with telling lies in her story good instead of typing text to find the next clip you locate an image or person on screen to find another movie scene or hidden scene by moving frames back or forwards interesting the goal is to find out what happened to an actress across three films. If you like FMV games or enjoy seeing how films are made, it's a good experience. I'm very intrigued by that. Mm. Definitely want to give that a go.
0: Yeah, is that on Game Pass?
1: I want to say
0: yes, but I haven't checked. I can I can see. Come on then, you can continue uh
1: Um and then lastly we've got uh Is it Mech?
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, my, oh it Mayak. Is, Mayak.
1: It is Mayak. Yeah. Uh, recently played quite a bit of Bear in Breakfast, which people have been playing the last couple of weeks, actually. People aren't enjoying. Uh, the premise is that you're a bear and are semi-conned into renovating and managing dilapidated buildings into Airbnb locations to hopefully attract new visitors. The gameplay is a combination of Animal Crossing collection and crafting, Uh, And two-point series room building, with maybe a bit of Stardew Valley sprinkled in between. As the camera's in a fixed position, it can't be rotated. Problems can occur with selecting things if they are different sizes and are overlapping or too close together, which can be frustrating, especially when decorating rooms. I'd give it a score of 8.5 out of 10. Definitely a cosy game for cold evenings with adorable animal characters.
0: Immortality is on Game Pass, so you have no excuse. Also, it's coming out on uh, iOS and Android.
1: It is, but but through Netflix.
0: Yes, with an app, apparently.
1: Yes. So a lot of people don't know this. Um, Netflix, you can play games on Netflix if you've got a subscription. Um, you just have to go on the Netflix, Netflix app on your phone, and there's a game section, and then you can select them. But when you select them, what it does is it takes you to then the the app store to then download an app as a separate app. Uh. So you don't actually play it within Netflix, but if you have a Netflix account, you can access certain mobile games. How weird. Nobody knows that, so no one's playing them because they don't really advertise it. Huh.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, if this comes out and I haven't played it by then, no, I probably will because we're going to get the uh, Series X set up in your room, aren't we? I think that might be a fun game to play on that. Mm.
2: Yes.
0: All right, well, that was swapping joysticks. Look at that. You're like, oh, I think we'll probably just be an hour and we're over an hour and a half.
1: Well, once you get chatting, Ben, it's hard to stop you. How
0: dare you? We had some great conversations about music and film (laughs) and a little bit of video games. What are your plans for uh, for the upcoming week?
1: Um i am gonna try and finish a video game
0: i want you to promise me something
1: i don't know if i can do that
0: i want you to promise me that this time next week when we do the podcast you have finished either final fantasy 12 or tales of arise
1: or cult of the lamb no But I'm more likely to finish Cult of the Lamb, and I want to take that off. Well,
0: okay, you must complete two of those three. I don't
1: have time for two.
0: Well, Cult of the Lamb, you're on the final level, aren't you?
1: Cult, on all three of those games, I'm right at the end. It's just cannot be Well,
0: I'm not going to be cruel (laughs) and demand that you finish all three of them. Is Tales of Arise on your PlayStation still?
1: Yes, it's taking up space.
0: So you need to finish it. You're right at the end. Cap says you're uh, almost right at the end. You're so close. You're so I am close. Come on. on the come final
1: on. Dungeon. I could just run through it and ignore all the enemies.
0: So. But do I've it. forgotten
1: what the story is now and the controls. Nobody cares. You're going to have to start again and just play it all over. It's something
0: about saving the world.
1: And Cuphead will be done on stream. So that's that's a given. Mm.
0: But yeah, you, will, um, you must complete. Well, we'll find out next week which games, Plural, okay. uh, Ed's finished. Okay that is the challenge sure and if you finish those two i will not start a new game wow that would be quite an achievement for me i will progress further with xenoblade chronicles uh, chronicles 3 and hopefully get to the end of the tutorial all right so um thank you very very much for tuning in um I'm BiggestBennis, you can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash or I'm one on the old twatter. And you can find us at SwappingJoysticks.com But where can we find you, Ed? You can find me on
1: Twitch and on Twitter at Ed underscore Knights.
0: Thank you very much for watching. Don't forget, give us a download. Go and subscribe to us on YouTube and on your favourite podcasting sites. Uh, if you go to SwappingJoysticks.com, there are the links on there. And very soon I will be doing a potentially a weekly column on there with a little roundup of the news and what's been going on and stuff like that. That is uh, a, uh, a future project that I'm going to hopefully start very soon. So, yeah. Thank you very much. Excellent. All right. You can do the sign off. See you all next week.
1: Keep swapping. <laughs>